Welcome to the Car Project Podcast, where we equip you to understand and study the Bible and find joy along the way. We're so glad you're here. We're back with the Car Project. I'm Sarah. And I'm Heather. We are on day five of our 12-day journey through the Christmas story. And with each day, we are tackling a little passage, a short passage of the Christmas story that coincides with our Hope Has Come cards, which you can download on our website. And our hope is that through this experience that you can really experience the Christmas story on your own or with your family and that might just come to life this season for you. So Heather, we're on day five. We're going to be talking about Emmanuel. Yeah, and we're picking up from our story of from day four. We were in the in the middle of the story of Joseph That's right. in Matthew one, um, but we're going to start in verse twenty one through twenty five okay. as the angel of the Lord is talking to Joseph, and it's and this is what the angel is saying: She, Mary, will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And then it goes on to say, this has all took place to fulfill what the Lord has spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from his sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, and he knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. I love that after day four, we left with a cliffhanger. Yeah. We see that Joseph does play out well here right. and, and decides to uh, to choose to stay with Mary. But also in our passage, we see that Joseph, uh, we see some things that are being explained here. Joseph's betrothal was going to have a baby that was going to be conceived by the Holy Spirit. We kind of set that up uh, in, in day four. But Jesus was going to save the people from their sins. But not only that, but it was going to all happen to fulfill a prophecy. And the prophecy that's quoted in this passage in Matthew is from Isaiah 7, verse 14. And one of the most intriguing details of this passage to me is that they, they it's, it says, and they shall call his name Emmanuel. This name in Emmanuel is only used in Matthew as well as in a few chapters mm. in Isaiah. And it, it's meant to tell us something about Jesus. Why, you know, why, you know, they're going to call him Emmanuel. Why, right? Right. It really begs the, the question, what is the significance mm-hmm. of that of that word, Emmanuel? But we see in Matthew, he kind of explained it a little bit. He says it means God with us. But again, why is that important? Yeah. So I, I actually am going to grab two questions from our CAR Bible study guide that you can download off of our website. The first is, I want us to look at the history. Um, one of the questions we have is, what is their understanding of God? And if we think about where is God up to this point, how would people experience God and interact with God uh, prior to Jesus uh, coming? Oh, I God, love that question. Right? Because, That's great. Because God dwelt in the tabernacle and then at that point in the temple. That is where they experienced God. Right. This is the only place where they could interact with God mm. and have a moment with him. Yet Jesus was fully God and fully human. So when Jesus came, he literally was God walking amongst the people. He broke the barrier interacting directly with them. He's God with us. That makes me think of uh, John 1.14, really the significance of when John says, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's exactly it. So we understand that Emmanuel means God with us is Mm -hmm. talking about Jesus coming to earth to be with humanity. But there's another question I want to bring out. You talked about it in day four, Sarah, around this idea of what was the author's purpose? Mm-hmm. Because when we understand Matthew's purpose and what he was trying to write, why it was written, it might provide some insight into to understanding this God with us piece. And if what we learned in, in day four was that Matthew's purpose was to show Jesus as this Jewish king and to really um, 
make it very prominent that he's this Old Testament fulfillment that is coming through. Matthew continually throughout his book points back to the Old Testament um, of promises that Jesus fulfilled throughout the, throughout uh, his life. In our passage is no different. We see very easily that he's pointing to Isaiah's promise of this son being born to a virgin and that his name was to be Emmanuel. And now Matthew's story of Jesus's life throughout his books are constantly pointing to that Jesus is claiming to be who he says he was, that he is this Messiah, and that if we trust in him, uh, he's going to save us. But Matthew makes some other interesting things pretty clear about Jesus throughout his book. Jesus doesn't have a human father, right? We already learned this through the story of Joseph, since God is his father. Um, he's, he's got the lineage of Joseph, but not necessarily the, uh, the DNA of, of Joseph. And God also, Jesus also came to save his people from their sins. But here's the key thing that Matthew is also pointing out to us. Jesus fulfilled the promise and purpose of God to be with his people perfectly forever. Mm-hmm. Matthew ends up closing his, um, his gospel with this amazing um, promise that Jesus has that he's going to continue to be Emmanuel to the people. If you read in Matthew 28, right at the end of Matthew's book, Matthew 28, verse 20, it says, Behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. So mm-hmm. when Matthew's talking about God with us, when Matthew's really trying to emphasize here is that while sin separated us from God and we, we were out of community with him, Jesus came to save the world from their sin. And because of Jesus' sacrifice on the cross and his resurrection, we are made right in our community with Christ um, and with God forever. It's, it's, be- it's a beautiful side of what we're seeing from the author's purpose. Matthew's trying to highlight that this isn't just about Jesus dwelling among us mm-hmm. this and in, in, in being with us uh, you know, in person. It's also about the fact that his sacrifice on the cross is going to be creating community with us uh, and God forever. Okay, so if I'm hearing you right, um, Emmanuel, God with us, really has kind of takes on two meanings here, mm-hmm. a dual meaning. Um, that, yes, that Jesus came down uh, to earth as a baby uh, to dwell among us. Yep. Right. But also because of his death and resurrection, that we will be forever with God, forever with in eternity with him when we place our faith in him. I mean, that's truly God with us, isn't it? I mean, that's yeah. just so powerful. That it really is. It's so fun. So the question mm-hmm. that we have for as we go to apply this today is how is God's desire for a relationship with you on display in him sending his son? Okay. That's a good question. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's a tough question. Um, but we, truly, we are—we were designed to be in relationship with absolutely. God. I mean, we see that in creation back in Genesis, in the very beginning. We yeah. were designed to be in relationship with God. Well, yeah, and by God sending his son, mm-hmm. our relationship is restored with him uh, because of the gift of Jesus. I mean, it truly is a gift. What a great way to, for us to celebrate Christmas with a gift of Jesus mm-hmm. coming to earth because we're able to experience being in relationship with God forever. It just reminds me of John 3.16, probably the one of the most popular verses out of the Bible, but it really does embody the relationship that God wants mm-hmm. with, with us. God, for in this way, God loved the world that he gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. We get eternal life with God because of his love for us. And it became, it came through the sacrifice of Jesus because, because Jesus decided to come to earth and to die for our sins. It's just, that's a, it's a powerful story Mm. this Christmas season, a reminder of why Mm. Jesus's uh, birth was so important. I I love that call out that really is, it's, it's because of love. Mm -hmm. And I think from the outside looking in, if you're not familiar with really the overarching story of the Bible, 
that might seem odd. You know, why why did Jesus have to be crucified? Why mm-hmm. why'd that happen? You know, and it and it was a message of love, yeah. of sacrifice and love so that we could be with God for eternity and yeah. be in a relationship with him forever. So that was incredible. And and thank you for really mm-hmm. helping us unpack what is this term, what does Emmanuel mean? What's yeah. the significance of it? How does it play on our life? I thought today was a lot of fun. Good. So thank you, Heather. I appreciate that. Uh, once again, make sure to download our Hope Has Come cards. You can find that in our Kara shop on our website. And make sure you join us tomorrow for day six as we continue in our uh, journey of the Christmas story. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening. To learn more about The Car Project, visit us at thecarproject.com. This podcast is listener-supported, so if you'd like to support, head on over to our website and click Give.